So I was thinking a lot about vacations and I was thinking about what exactly is a vacation, like what qualifies as a vacation and what doesn't. The way I define a vacation, you have to be off work, obviously. It has to be like at least five days. And the reason is that if it's only a couple days, you could be just still stressing over your work. Like you've got to go to work tomorrow. You're not going to enjoy yourself as much. So it doesn't qualify as a vacation if it's like less than five days. Okay. All right. What else we got? And then I thought a drug trip like LSD, is that a vacation? It depends on how it goes. <laughs> if it goes well, then it's a vacation. But Yeah, I'm going to say... save my LSD trips for when I'm on vacation. There you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm going to say no. It's closer to a vacation. Another vacation. Yeah, another thing about a vacation. Well, hopefully the LSD trip isn't five days. That's a long time. Yeah, you probably took too much if it lasts if it lasts five days, then it's probably you're just gone, you're your, just gone. your whole life. Forever. Just, yeah. That's some good acid, though. <laughs> um, so it's not long enough. And also, one of the rules of vacations, it has to be an experience that you can't have every day. You can watch TV any day. You can play a video game any day. I mean, technically, you could do LSD any day, but then <laughs> you might have trouble working the next day. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. So yeah, it, it is... There's a specialness in activity that you can't just do after work on any old day. It's a lot of rules, man. <laughs> I have even more rules. Oh, man. So then I thought, well, is, is a video game a vacation? No. Again, you can do that any day. Is a rock concert or a, a festival a vacation? Burning Man, I would qualify as okay, a vacation. Yeah. But not like a local festival. Like, like a one day. Like the one or day even a count. weekend okay. thing. Like, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Got it. Again, it's not long enough. You are creating memories, and it's something that you can't do any day because the band isn't there every day that you're going to go see. So another rule of vacations, you have to create memories that are special, which is why the staycation doesn't count. This whole thing is falling apart now that I'm talking about it. Why? It no. just sounds chaotic. And <laughs> you, you have actually a lot of rules for it. Making me feel bad about my life. <laughs> oh, stop yeah. No. <laughs> I got a kid, so if my wife like goes to Target with my daughter and I have like an hour to myself, that's a fucking vacation. <laughs> See, I just wanted to say I usually lose more memories at music festivals than I gain. <laughs> also true. Oh. That's also true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the last rule for vacations, this is my rule. I don't know if anybody's going to agree to it. It has to be relatable. Like other people need to be impressed by tales of what you did. They have to understand it for one. Like if you're playing a video game and you're telling your mom about your vacation playing a video game, she's not going to know what the hell you're talking about. Maybe the one buddy who plays the same video game will be impressed, but you can't go to a bar and try to impress a woman with your adventurousness by telling her about a video game. Presumably. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> I don't do much flirting in bars, but I'm assuming that video game tales aren't the way to go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's, I like that it has to be something relatable. Like, so everyone's like, oh, Disney World, that's a vacation. To me, that sounds like hell. Like, I wouldn't want to go to Disney World, but that's just a personal problem I have with Disney World. <laughs> but you understand what Disney World yeah, is. Yeah, I understand what it is. And I guess I'd be like, that's cool for you, but I don't know if I'd be jealous for sure. So, like, is it a jealousy thing or you just have to understand it? They just have to understand okay. it and okay. be willing to 
be interested in it yeah, enough I, to I hear your tales. I that a little bit because like, I guess like my, my wife and I, like our dream vacation would be to like go out to like San Diego Comic-Con, but my parents would never understand that being a vacation. No matter how I try to explain it to them, they, they wouldn't get it. These are general rules. Okay, okay. Uh, so does it need to be travel to be a vacation? Some people consider travel as important. Well, it would depend on your actual definition of travel because what was it Brian was saying his wife goes to Target. She travels to Target. That's like giving him a vacation. I mean, it's got to do your definition of travel. Um. So, yeah, vacation, not working, something pleasurable that you're doing that creates memories that other people can sort of understand five days or more. And it has scarcity value in that you can't just do it any day after work. Those are my rules. And travel I don't consider a rule. I think travel sort of falls under the scarcity thing. Like travel only seems cool because you can't do it every day if you have a full-time job anyway. Yeah. Um, humans are sensory creatures. Like we have the five senses, vision, taste, smell, hearing, whatever. I might have missed one. <laughs> we don't have a sense for location like a bird does. Like a bird might get pleasure out of traveling south. Like the human being doesn't feel orgasmic by traveling south like a bird might. Travel doesn't matter. <laughs> I was gonna say there's so much euphemism going on right there. Like I just like, <laughs> I didn't know said, that the birds felt so <laughs> orgasmic about it. Or they feel compelled, or they feel relaxed, or they feel they um, wouldn't do it if they didn't feel good about traveling south. I just imagine them I'm, flying I'm, around just coming I'm, the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm getting half hard just keep talking about it. So. One more mile, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that that's why the bird uh, waist is white. It's got oh, semen in it. Oh, okay. So many things I'm learning right now. <laughs> no, so many know. things. Like, thank God I called in. I'm not there in person because this would be awkward. <laughs> but anyway, so the privacy of your own home. It's okay. <laughs> if you have the same sensations, it shouldn't matter whether you're traveling or not. If you can yeah. see beautiful things, do fun things that are novel, that. You can't just do any day. You hit all those other criteria I was talking about, but you're not traveling. It should still count as a vacation. Okay. I agree with that 100% because uh, I'm always surprised at like people that lived here near Detroit their entire lives but have never gone and explored Detroit or any of the museums or any of the, you know, the restaurants in the area. And they've been here their whole lives. So people should take a vacation and just explore, you know, where they're from, places they've never been to that's down the road. I am kind of one of those people. I've been in Detroit, Ann Arbor for, geez, almost 20 years. It's scary when you start doing the math, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, How old am I? Where have I been? I haven't. I've never <laughs> been, like, down by the river walking or I've never been to, like, hockey game. You miss the fun times, like when I was younger and would go to concerts in Detroit when it like wasn't okay to just walk around Detroit. <laughs> yeah. like, those were the those were the fun times. Yeah, those were the adventures. <laughs> My favorite was taking like people from out of town downtown. Like I had a friend from Kalamazoo. He and I would come down to shows at St Andrews and. Like the shows were great, but the best part, my friend from Kalamazoo drove and this lady comes up to the window as we're leaving, starts banging on the car like, hey, hey. And he goes, I go, don't, don't roll down that window. Don't you dare roll down that window. We're in Detroit. We could get, we could get hurt. He's like, why? She, she's banging on the window. She must need something. I said, yeah, like your, like all your money. Your <laughs> yeah. Like your car. What, I mean, what would you like to give that lady? He's like, so I should just drive away? <laughs> like, yes. Yes, you should just drive. And like, I have so many memories like that of like taking my naive non-Detroit friends downtown and them like doing things. If I wasn't there, like they'd be dead. 
Those were the adventure okay. times. I was at a gas station. There was a guy selling like used shoes. Sure, sure. Yeah, that and, sounds real. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, he was trying to talk to me after I pulled out of the pump. For some reason, I thought he's telling me my taillights out. He's a good sure, Samaritan. Sure, yeah. Like, because I, I guess I, for some reason I was worried that my taillight was out because it looked dim or something. And so I slowed down to talk to him and he stuck his head all the way in with the shoes oh, all the way in the, the window. And my instinct was to take off. <laughs> so I started rolling with oh, his no. head still in there. And then well, uh, I think that's the right idea. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you were wrong, but I just. How did that end? How did it go? He got out without falling over. I didn't uh, like total decapitation. That's right, right. There was no decapitation, but <laughs> if there would have been a straight shot to pull away, it might have been worse because <laughs> I was panicked. I, it wasn't a conscious decision, right? Like but, rational decision yeah. to like get away without injuring somebody. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> it's like fight or flight. You were just like, yeah. I don't know. This guy's in my car. I don't want shoes. Get him out of here. I can relate to those weird experiences giving you joy in the long run, like yeah. remembering them. Um, so basically I have a few sort of vacation related ideas that don't involve travel. So all of that was lead up to my ideas. Perfect. The first two are pretty obvious. Just make festivals longer. Like the Renaissance Festival is already, it's like a month long, but if it's meant like you go one day in that month period. Mm-hmm. You don't go seven days in a row. You'd be yeah. bored out of your mind yeah. the second day, maybe the third day if you're really into that type of thing. Same thing with like rock festivals. Maybe if you saw a different band every night, you could do it seven days in a row, but I think your ears would be sore and like maybe you could have some sort of like festival that's like rock and comedy and weird sideshows and hypnotists that goes on a week where you go every night something like that that's an idea okay so it's just like an extended local festival would you have to go to work though in the morning if you went if there's like a week-long festival i'm just I'm i sorry. suppose you could but it wouldn't count as a vacation that's what i'm thinking like how you'd have to take the week off and attend this local festival so there could be like day parties you could have like brunch every day I, i'm just trying to like give this legs i'm like trying to figure yeah out. i even put you're right i put need 14 or more restaurant experiences and 14 or more there novel activities there we go see Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're, I'm gonna need like a PDF of all your rules. <laughs> like the yeah. first time I played Risk, I'm trying to remember all the uh, all the rules. Well, luckily you don't need to remember shit that I'm talking about. It's not like uh, you're gonna get quizzed oh, on it at the mandatory. end. Yeah. Um, I won't be a test later. Are you sure? <laughs> um. And then, so the second idea, they have like athletic things that are starting to border festivals in scope, like mud run type things where it's more than just a 5k it's like extra shit you're doing too and so they could do something like that either like a different physical activity each day like cycling running swimming underwater scuba something maybe maybe some like obstacle course one day you could do that like seven days in a row as like a seven day athletic festival slash weight loss thing I think that that like seems like a logical next step because I have friends who are doing like Ironmans and stuff where they're running like 50 milers. They're going to run out of places, like miles to run. So then they could just like do a a seven, you know, triathlon, whatever seven would be, you know, what is that? Like, I don't know what the the beginning of seven is like. It'd be more like, there you go. There you go. (laughs) And the good thing about that too is like, 
I've never run a full marathon, but that like wrecks you. Yes, it does. Like it's yeah. probably not even healthy. It's not. So if this would be <laughs> dialed back to much less than a marathon because you would need to do the next activity the next day. So it wouldn't be this crazy vomiting and like jelly legging it at the end of the mm-hmm. race and like pissing your pants and keeping running and all this crazy shit that people do in marathons yeah. that like is borderline nuts. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be less ridiculous. I haven't ran since gym class in high school. So I'm not worry about that. If you piss yourself, you get to put a pretentious sticker on your car. So it is worth it. I pissed myself at at the Boston Marathon or something. I've never seen those bumper stickers. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the 26.2. I think the first one's a better idea, though. I want a sticker that says, like, I pissed myself yeah. at the Boston Marathon. Like, that would be going. Idea. We saw I uh, pissed myself at the Boston Marathon. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> you don't get credit if you piss yourself and stop. You have to piss yourself and keep going <laughs> to get bragging rights. you watching? <laughs> These are creative ideas, man. I really like yeah. this. <laughs> then you b- better start running so you don't look ridiculous. <laughs> I made my nipples bleed at the Boston Marathon. Um, I really think there's a market for this, you guys. I really do. And then, Runners are sick, man. Someone trademark it real quick. Yeah. Get on that. So then they have like uh, other like pseudo-physical activities like um, escape rooms and like um, scavenger hunts. Sometimes they even have like treasure things. They bury treasure at like GPS coordinates and yeah. you could do something like that. A series of hunt. things for seven days. Yeah. Like a seven day contest where whoever completes this trek of 20 things wins like $10,000 or something. Like a seven day adventure local thing. You wouldn't want to be locked in a escape room for seven days though. You'd want to mix it up. I just think of it because for my work, we actually did an escape room. <laughs> and we're all such like smart asses and super sarcastic people that like our director was like, yeah, we're going to do the escape room to build team morale. And we were all like, oh, this is going to be fucking awful. It's going to be horrible. The whole time we're like, this is going to be so cheesy and stupid. And we ended up having like a lot of fun. And now like we brought on a couple new people at work and we're like, can we do another escape room? And so I'm just picturing like a seven day long escape room with my coworkers and how ridiculous that would be. <laughs> Yeah. It'd be fun for like the first day and then we'd probably kill each other. <laughs> the third uh, vacation related thing, I call it time committed video games. So it would be like a game where you can't play it every night because one of the rules of the game is that you can't like log off. If you log off, like your team loses. Okay. So you've got to commit the time. So it, one of my rules for a vacation is it has to be something you can't do every day. Okay. So they're just adding a rule to the, to the video game, probably like a, some medieval quest, like Lord of the Rings type thing where you've got to play it. Maybe a group of people all play it together all day, every day for seven days. Wow. Sounds like how EverQuest started. I want, I want that real bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I think I know a few people that would be really into that. I just... You're basically house. just describing like when I first started playing World of Warcraft. That's there you go. all I did. I, just, I didn't go to class. I just played. Wow. And Gave so, a bunch of weight. <laughs> related to the video game thing, one of the ideas that I keep bringing up in my podcast is my vision of a future house. I think houses are stupid. I think having a house that's attached to the ground and having a, a location where you live is obsolete. 
unless you're like growing shit in the ground, there's no reason to be tied to one place. You're making it hard to find jobs and, and all of your financialness is committed to a place. And like, if you don't like your neighbor, you're fucked. You can't just quickly move next to your good friend or whatever. It's, it gets in the way of happiness and flexibility. So I had a couple ideas on houses that aren't in one spot. So, so one idea was that you have these tiny houses. They would be like a standard size, like a couple shipping crate size or whatever. Okay. They would have like a skyscraper that you could plop it in and it would like move it to the 10th floor or whatever. And that way you wouldn't have to move your stuff in and out. Yeah. So you'd almost just like shift. Yeah. Like up and over. And uh, I want to be on the 10th floor now. I'm tired of this. I want the 8th floor. And then if you want to live like not in a skyscraper, you'd have like a weatherproofing skin that you could put on the outside of the tiny house. I like the first idea is almost like your musical chairs of a house. Exactly. And then the other idea would be that Amazon has these Roomba-type robots that move shit around in the factories. So they have like a car jack on the top, and they lift things up and roll them around. So my idea is everything in your house would be modded to be able to be moved around by those things. Mm. So basically, you'd put like a thing under a chair so that the Roomba thing could roll underneath it, pick it up, move it in and out of the house. Would the Roomba thing have like a floor plan of what you want to look like, or would it just like be like – Russian roulette, like you don't know, like you're gonna come home, you don't know where the couch is gonna be, like it just picks and moves your shit around. Or you could do what you wanted. Okay. So let, let's say you drive to work one day and you say, "Well, I don't want to go home to there. I want to go home to somewhere else." Okay. You'd set it up on your app, and the Roomba thing would come in, and by the end of the day, it would move like all of your stuff automatically. Oh, like that's pretty. Cool. It'd hook it up to the shipping global shipping grid, so all of your stuff would just go with you through this like automated shipping thing. And you wouldn't need to own a house. So basically how that affects vacations is that if everybody did that, like cities wouldn't be permanent anymore. Like the experience of Paris would be different. One year you go, there might be 20 million people there. The next year you go, they might elect some mayor that everybody hates or something. There might be half a million people there because everybody just moves somewhere else because they can instantly move. They'll move somewhere where the taxes are cheaper, where there's no... Man. Problems, you know. That would make everything so unstable. But hey, how would that be different than now? Uh. <laughs> it would be accountability for government because if true. some governor sucks, mm-hmm. everybody could just overnight just move to another. He would be governing yeah. empty space. Yeah. Wow. But um, how that would affect vacations. So one of the rules of the vacations that has to be relatable and people have to understand what you did. That might go away for cities because telling somebody you went to Paris, they wouldn't know what that Which year did you go? Which month did you go? What was it like? And so because of that, there might be more of a a concept of permanence like in virtual worlds, in video games than in the real world. Yeah. I don't know. Like on a way smaller scale, I want to get like five friends together and just have like a house swap agreement where (laughs) every couple of years we can swap after this story. Like – I don't know. It just seems like yeah. my life would be a vacation then, Tom. <laughs> exactly. Everybody could just move around without. And the other, the other thing about that is no chores. Yeah. You'd like wheel out the toilet with the Roomba thing mm-hmm. to some factory that would like clean oh, it and flush it okay. and, and bring it in all clean. And all right. like, so everything would just move in and out. You wouldn't have to move anything. You wouldn't have to do chores. You'd live like a nomadic life of leisure yeah. with all of your stuff just following you like a. Nice dog following you walking through a park almost speaking of dogs i feel like my pets would be very confused of this room <laughs> yeah 
and it would it would definitely kill at least one of them oh, like no. for sure <laughs> okay um all of that talk of the futuristic house it might enhance the perceived value of virtual worlds as far as vacations and bragging to people about what you did on vacation because you can make a virtual world permanent if you want to. They'd live they, somewhere that they'd stay the same, like on the virtual realm. Yeah, if they wanted yeah. to. But like, I mean, like the Grand Canyon will always be the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Uh, like nature shit would still be relatable, but cities might not be if where people lived yeah. always changed like day to day. Yeah. Except if the government's shut down is much longer than like natural resources are probably not going to be so great. You know, people just start throwing garbage into the Grand Canyon like Mark Maron predicts, you know, just. Uh, that would take a <laughs> long time to fill up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you could probably literally throw like all of the country's garbage for hundreds of years and it would still wouldn't fill up. Yeah. Uh, we'll There's see. only one way to find out. Yeah. Right. Don't yeah. challenge America. Let's we'll do, do it. it. Let's do it. We'll do it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the other idea with that, with the video game thing is you could use the Roomba-like things within the video game, especially if it was a VR game. Like, part of the time you could be, like, holding, like, a VR gun and shooting at nothing. And part of the time it could, like, wheel in, like, some obstacle or, like, some actual person could, like, time their entry with the video game. So it could be, like, a more interactive video game if you tied in like real world objects being wheeled in and out on demand, like you see it in the, in the video game and the real object is synced in time with what you're seeing in the video game. It's called augmented reality and it's actually becoming pretty cool. Um, Augmented reality involves augmenting what you see on top of reality, but I'm saying actually augment the reality itself. I'm doing it backwards. I'm not overlaying holograms on top of reality. I'm modifying reality to match the holograms. Maybe that's the same word. It's basically the same thing. I mean, they use augmented. They have a combination of augmented reality, virtual reality, and like haptic feedback devices to have real things in the world, but also be augmented with how you perceive it. We could just give everybody LSD, and then they wouldn't know what's real or not anyway. Yeah, that that was my fourth idea. Was <laughs> back to the drug thing. Of course, it was. <laughs> right there, we go full circle. Um, so the idea everyone gets microdosed, and we just walk around high all the time. <laughs> One of the reasons that the drug thing didn't count as a vacation is because you can't like take a photo of what you're seeing in your drug trip and like share it. Like, I mean, a certain drug people might have similar trips, but you can't say, "Oh, I want to see the dragon that turns into Donald Trump's hair," and that whatever you can't like. Oh, I've been there. I've seen that one. But like once they can read your minds with computers, you might be able to actually take a photo of the drug trips. So that wouldn't disqualify it from being a vacation. What if you like had a really good trip on some drugs and you wanted to relive it? Then could you like revisit that vacation with this uh, this idea of them tracking into your brain? I'm just going to say the last thing I want to do on LSD (laughs) is have a computer read my mind. That would... (laughs) That would turn bad real fast. You know what I really want? I want like I want to live in that world that you just created because it sounds awesome. But I also want to have like whether it be like a eye implant or like glasses or something to where I can like have like a HUD from a video game has my like HP on there, like what my mission is. So I can like live like an RPG, but it's just my normal life. 
when like I have a job to do, it's like a quest I got to go on. When I complete, I get I get XP because I constantly need validation or I don't want to do anything. Yeah, uh, that's been an idea on the podcast actually. Uh, gamifying everyday life. Really? Uh, that's that's actually a a real thing that there is an app that you can do that. But I want to like I want to see it. You know, oh, you want to be more real. <laughs> you want augmented reality. With I want to walk down the road and like see like a like an exclamation point above someone's head. I'm like, oh, they need something, and then I can get it. Hopefully, from it doesn't them. mean oh, I need to run over them like in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I, I mean, it just depends on like what you're in the mood for that day. As long as it doesn't look so much like Grand Theft Auto that you forget you're not playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it's um, the risk that we will all take one day, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then the last idea with stay-at-home vacations is if you could control a robot, like a real robot, but it looked so much like another person that other people couldn't tell it was a robot, you could like walk around in the real world being somebody else for a week, like being somebody who's like really attractive or like young or like pretend to be a famous person, which all of these seem creepy in their own ways. So people, let me get this right. So people would perceive you as this. It'd be like a, or you, like you'd be like a Scarlett Johansson okay. robot. Okay. Like you'd see through the robot's eyes and you'd talk, and it would like modulate your voice to sound like gotcha. Scarlett Johansson. But okay. they wouldn't necessarily know it was you at home with a remote oh. control controlling it as it walks around in real life. Huh. All right. All right. So those would be ideas for stay-at-home vacations. 